If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I want to take a little bit of time and talk about Pokemon Unite. Uh, it, it came out this week, and I've put a bunch of time into it. It's overall a really fun game, but I am like ice and fire when it comes to this game. Uh, there's parts of it that I absolutely love, and then there's parts of it that I absolutely hate. And we're going to talk about all of that stuff uh, here. So if that sounds good to you and you're watching this on YouTube, click on those things down below. If you're listening to the podcast, check out the show on YouTube if you'd like over at nerdnest.tv. Let's get started. For those of you who are unaware, Pokemon Unite is a free-to-play MOBA, uh, and a lot of people are probably like, what is a MOBA? Uh, we'll talk about that in a second, but this particular game, to no one's surprise, features Pokemon. And if there was ever a an IP that was ripe for the MOBA genre, Pokemon is absolutely it. In fact, like I've been screaming for Nintendo to put out a MOBA for years and years and years um, featuring like the Smash characters. But this is what we got instead, and uh, I'm all over the place on it. First, let's talk about what a MOBA is. Generally, you've got a map, and on that map, there are multiple lanes uh, where combat takes place. And then there's an area sort of between the lanes, which is usually called the jungle, and in the jungle, you fight against uh, NPCs in order to get uh, experience so that your character can level up. The thing that's weird about a MOBA is that every single game, you start at level one and you progress through and level up to whatever the max level in that particular game is as you play, uh, unlocking abilities. So let's say that you are a jungle character, so you're in between the two lanes and you're killing all these little monsters. Well, your Pokemon is going to go from level one to level two to level three, and they're going to unlock new abilities that then they can use to protect their towers. The towers tend to be located in the lanes, and so you'll have some characters that are really good at defending those towers, some characters that are really good at attacking those towers, and some characters that are really good at what is called jungling. And it's a MOBA stands for Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. And generally, you will have a number of characters versus a number of the, like the same number of characters on the other team. And your goal is to destroy the enemy's towers. And in Pokemon Unite, you do this by getting, um, I, I don't points. And then you take those points and you deposit them in the enemy team's tower. So, You'll go up to a tower, it'll have 80 points on it, and you deposit 20 points, well now it has 60 points. So you've essentially done 20 points worth of damage to the tower. When you break that tower, it then allows you to push forward further, because the towers give out like this aura to the players of the same side that makes them move faster. They also give the give the players of the same side a place to go and heal 
Uh, so like if you're getting beat, you can run back to a tower, kind of stand in that tower and, and get healed. The one major difference between Pokemon Unite and other MOBAs that I've played, uh, and keep in mind, I haven't played many MOBAs. I played Smite. I've played um, uh, Heroes of the Storm and uh, probably one other one that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. But uh, in those MOBAs, generally, the tower attacks you. So if you, the player, try and go up and attack a tower, you're going to take damage. That doesn't happen in this. It's all all of the damage comes from the players or the NPCs. None of the damage comes from the towers. All right. So now you've got like a, a fundamental baseline, and I'm saying super baseline knowledge of what a MOBA is. Is Pokemon Unite a good MOBA? Absolutely. It is a really good MOBA. And here's why. Uh, some people might disagree with this, but it takes away a lot of the things about MOBAs that I never really liked, uh, like spam clicking. So generally, MOBAs tend to be played with a mouse and keyboard. And what people will do is they will click an enemy to attack them and then click a, a, an area just off to the side a little bit and then click that enemy again. And they'll constantly be going with their mouse, click, 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 over and over and over. And that kind of makes your character do like this stutter step. And the stutter step uh, helps you, the player, sometimes avoid damage. You're a little more unpredictable which direction you're going to move. And so you tend to avoid damage by doing a stutter step. In Pokemon Unite, in order to attack nearby enemies, you just hold down the A button and a little circle will show up around your character that shows this is the area where you will do damage if, uh, if a, a character happens to be in there. So when you go up to an enemy and you hit the A button, you will automatically start attacking them. And you can just hold that button down and you'll attack them every chance that you have. Like every time you have a chance to attack them, your character will attack. But then you can move the stick around and change which direction you're moving. Which means that in order to do that same stutter step thing that it happens in other MOBAs through all of that like ridiculously repetitive clicking... Uh, you're just moving a stick around and holding down a button. It's it's much easier in a dexterous fashion, but it doesn't take any of the strategy away, in my opinion, uh, because you still have to decide, all right, well, I'm going to move this way, and then I'm going to dodge that way, and then I'm going to weave this way. And you can do all that stuff without being super good at you know pin pinpointing exactly where you want to click. Uh, I, I, I would say that it's the same way that having auto aim on uh if you play overwatch there's a character in there called mercy she's a healer and you can basically get in the general direction of an of a friendly and pull that trigger and you'll start healing them and uh you'll kind of maintain your lock onto that to that that person and you're continually healing them without having to be like the best sniper in the world and for for somebody like me who doesn't like mouse and keyboard gaming, um, this is really fun and it's a, re- a really good way to play. So I really like that. Another thing is that there's only two abilities for you to really worry about. Other MOBAs give you a bunch of different things that you can do, as well as these things. They'll also have a bunch of cooldowns that you have to manage. And then on top of that, you'll also have like resources that you have to manage, like like mana or something like that. Uh, Pokemon Unite just kind of 
simplifies everything. Uh, you still have cooldowns, but first off, you only have two abilities to worry about. And you can use them as many times as you want. And the punishment for using them too much is that they're not ready for you when you go when when you have to use them against an enemy. So, you know, you walk up to a little lobster guy. I don't know what they're called, but you walk up to a little lobster NPC and you're attacking that little lobster NPC. They're called wild Pokemon. Uh, you, you know, you're fighting those wild Pokemon to get those points to deposit in the tower and you use up all of your abilities. Well, then, a you know, an, an enemy Pikachu comes around the corner and all of your abilities are on cooldown. You're in a bad way. You need to get out of there. And that's punishment enough without having to constantly worry about, all right, well, I better not use this right now because I'm, I'll run out of mana. Uh, and I, I really like that. Uh, another thing that I like about it is it typically, outside of Heroes of the Storm, uh, in most MOBAs, as you level up, you have to go back to base, your your like main base, in order to... Um, you know, choose the next upgrade that you want to have for your particular build. So let's say that um, I hit level three and the game is going to give me two choices. It's going to say, all right, do you want a, a ability X or ability Y? Uh, I'm going to use ability X because I saw that Pikachu is on the board and I know that that's going to be a pretty good ability to use against that Pikachu. Uh, or maybe you see that Mr. Mime is on the board uh, on the enemy side. And so I'm going to use the ability Y instead so that I can take him out. And you have those choices, but you don't have to go back to base to you to, to make those choices. You just pick those those right there in the moment, which I think is awesome. Heroes of the Storm uh, did this as well. And I always like that better than other MOBAs where you had to go back to base because when you go back to base, it basically is taking you out of the action. And saying, all right, well, I got to go back and do this thing, and then I can come back and continue doing the fun thing that I want to do. So I really like that. I also like that there's a, only two abilities to worry about at any time. It doesn't overly complicate anything, and it really puts um, it really puts into place the idea of what, what strategy am I going to do and not how quickly can I hit these buttons. And, you know, people who've played, they'll say, but Bill, don't forget... You also have your potion that you can use, your active, I think that's called a battle item, uh, and you have your ultimate ability. And I'm not really, because you use those fairly seldomly. Um, well, depending on what, what battle item you use. All right, so let's continue to talk about the good things about this. Um, there's a lot of depth to this. The gameplay itself is very, very simple, but the mechanics behind it are pretty deep if you go in and you look at the abilities they are very very dense with long text descriptions and you might not look at them and be like oh hitting this button does damage to the enemy well what you didn't know is that it also slows them down uh, or it prevents you from being slowed down and like these are things that you might not notice as you are using them because it's a very frantic battle but by, by going in and reading those descriptions, you would understand them better. Now, an issue that a lot of people, I think, would probably run into when playing this game is in the moment, you you level up, you, you unlock these two new abilities, and you have to choose between them. Which of these two am I going to, to pick in the moment? 
Uh, and you might be like, well, I don't have time to think about that right now because I've got um, a Venusaur uh, shooting leaves at me like crazy. So I'm just going to hit some button. Well, guess what? You don't have to make that decision right then. You can choose the build that you really like before the game even starts. You can go into the Pokemon um, menu and pick your Pokemon. You can say, all right, well, at level three, I'm going to choose this ability. At level six, I'm going to choose this ability. At level eight, I'm going to choose this ability. And by picking those things ahead of time, then you don't have to worry about it when you're actually in the fight. Uh, so it really streamlines the MOBA experience and makes it a whole lot more approachable. And I really, really like that. There's also good, easy ways to communicate with your team. Uh, you can hit the minus button and then hit A, and it will ping uh, your team. And it'll show up on the map on the top left. Hey, I'm trying to get your attention for something, uh, which is really great. You can also, I can't remember if it's up or down on the D. I think it's, I think it's up on the D-pad will bring up like a menu. And you can use your right stick in order to pick a set of, um, just generic things that you want to say to your to your partners, like, "Hey, I need backup here," or "Let's attack this," or "Let's go bottom lane," things like that, which I I also really like. Uh, the game does feature voice chat, but I was uninterested in turning it on, so you can do that on your own if you like. Uh, but I I didn't want to try it, and um, the game is also uh going to be coming to mobile as well, and it's going to have crossplay. Um, another thing that you want to make sure that you look out for is when you queue up for a match, um, you pick your Pokemon, and then if you hit ZL, it brings up a menu, and it basically says, okay, go ahead and, and choose some things. And if you want, at that time, you can choose your, your level-up path, like I talked about before. You can change what item you're going to bring into battle. With your battle item, they have like potions or attack potions that make you do more damage, that kind of stuff. Um, you can also bring in other items that are, they give you passive bonuses. And we'll talk more about that in the, the parts about the game that I don't like in a little bit. And you can pick the lane that you're going to go to. So Pokemon Unite has two lanes instead of three. Most MOBAs go with three lanes, but it has two lanes, a top lane and a bottom lane and a jungle in between them. And um, the thing about the this is that certain certain jobs or certain Pokemon are better at certain places on the map. So, you know, if you use Venusaur, then, and if I'm saying any of these wrong, feel free to let me know. Uh, if, if I'm using Venusaur, which by the way is my favorite so far, um, it'll always say, hey, you should go top lane because that's where you're going to be the most effective, super effective. There you go for a Pokemon term. Uh, if I'm playing as, I can't remember, um, Gengar, like, he's a speedster, so he's really good in the jungle. You know, you go into the jungle by yourself and you, you know, take out NPCs and then you you back up the other team when they're going to push um, using some vernacular that is common to MOBAs. Um, you know, that kind of thing is really good. And I really like that when you go into that, it tells your team, hey, I'm going top lane. And it also shows the other players that are going top lane. So if everybody says, hey, I'm going top lane, you know that you're running into a problem and you should probably say, well, let's figure this out and split this up and not all go in the same lane because then the bottom lane is going to be completely undefended and we're going to lose. 
Um, the matches are only 10 minutes long, which I really like. Uh, generally, MOBA games have incredibly long, very long matches. Like I'm talking like 40, 50 minutes, maybe an hour uh, to, to play a match in a MOBA. And for me, I was never a fan of really, really long matches. I wanted the matches to be done and over with quickly so I could queue up for the next one. But I didn't want to get stuck in the match when I'm like, okay, well, okay, honey, I'm going to go do something that you asked me to do, but you got to wait 40 minutes because I just started this match. Ridiculous. I love that these are over in 10 minutes. It's fantastic. Okay. Those are all the things that I love about the game. Let's talk about the things that I really don't like. I don't understand how, but the menu system is the most sluggish and ridiculous thing that I've ever seen. Maybe ever. Like, first off, you have all of these different buttons that are located at different heights on the uh, uh, different menus that are located at different heights on the uh, on the screen. And just paging around to them with the D-pad is a chore. And it's not just a chore because they're placed in bad positions where, you know, if I want to go to this menu item, I got to go uh, like down and then over three times and then up one or something like all of that is ridiculous, but it's also incredibly sluggish. Like you start the game up and you start pushing on the D pad and nothing happens. You're like, what is going on here? And then you try and you, you keep waiting over and over and then finally it will respond and then it will start to work, but it'll be kind of slow and sluggish. You know, you, you join into a match and uh, you know, people start picking their Pokemon and, the way that it works is, and this is normal in most MOBAs, is that you will pick a Pokemon and nobody else can be that Pokemon. So if you pick Charizard, nobody else on your team can play as Charizard. You can't have a flock of five Charizards. What is a group of Charizards called? Is it called a flock? I don't know. Let me know in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube or tweet at me at RunJumpStomp if you're listening to this uh, with just your ears. Um you can't have a, a team of all Charizards. So when somebody has one selected and you're trying to like move your D-pad over to select the Pokemon that you want to use, as different people are moving their character, the, like the ones that they want to use around, like the whole game just freezes and stutters and it can't do anything. And it's really weird. Like it's, there's a whole lot of jank, which is so strange when you juxtapose that against how well the game runs when you're playing like they even have like a little frames per second counter up in the top left just above the map and it's almost always like at 59 or something it runs great but the menu system is like four frames per second and i'm not even i am not exaggerating it's really that slow it's ridiculous how bad it is so i'm not sure what's going on there Next thing that bugs me about the the menu design is that they have like there's there's constantly little things that you have to go tick off. Like if you look at your phone and you might have if you have like an iPhone, then you've got like a little red number next to the apps that you have notifications for. You guys know what I'm talking about there? 
you have these little red dots all over the menu that then you have to go hunt for and be like, all right, I'm going to go into this menu, find the red dot. Okay. Ah, uh, claim. Okay. Now let's go to another section of the game. Oh, here's another red dot. Let's find that red dot. Yep. I found that red dot hit claim. And then you, you know, you're getting currency so that you can buy Pokemon and stuff like that. It is ridiculous and incredibly boring and, and it's a chore to tick all of those red dots and get rid of them and, you know, get the currency. And sure, you could just skip all that, but you'd be missing out on, like, free Pokemon and stuff like that. So, like, I hate that part of it. But the part of this that I despise the most, and I'm I'm not even being facetious when I say despise. I despise this, is the, the, the pay-to-win part of it. It feels like this is a pay-to-win game. And here's why. And at first, boy, they did a real good job hiding this, by the way. Uh, you don't notice this the first time. In fact, I looked through, I heard, I saw people tweeting, you know, Pokemon Unite is pay to win. And I was looking and I was like, I don't really see how it is. Let's talk about the items, not the battle items, not the items that you can activate with the Y button, but the passive items that you can get on your Pokemon. So, you can get an item like, I think there's one called Leftovers. looks like an Apple Core. And that will give you more HP and passively regenerate your HP over time. And there's a bunch of different items that do different things. And I'm, all, I'm totally okay with that. You know, you pick this item and you use it on your character in order to customize the way that you want to play. I want to be a glass cannon, so I'm going to throw everything into damage, and I better be really good at avoiding incoming damage because if they hit me, I'm just going to melt, right? Like, that's that that's a good way to add choice to a game. But you got to buy these, uh, these items. And yes, you can use the regular um, currency to buy them. However... You can also buy them with real money, which is a problem. And that's not even the worst part of it. Because, well, let me tell you why that's bad, and then we'll get to why that's not even the worst part of it. So that's bad because somebody with, uh, like, what what generally the people in the free-to-play gaming market call whales, they're people who have stupid amounts of money that they can spend on this thing and... Uh, they'll spend thousands of dollars on a game like Pokemon Unite. Um, those are what they call the whales. The The game is for only free because those people exist, because they wouldn't make money and enough money on the game in order to justify its existence if those people didn't exist. And the, my problem with that isn't that they exist that way. It's that what they're selling to people is more power. So if I go into a match and I'm playing against a whale, well, that whale is going to curb stomp me really, really fast because they are more powerful than me because they bought their way to more power. Now, sure, I could get these items just through the, the, the not the cash shop, but just through regular playing the game, earning currency, but it's going to be a slower process for me. And I would be fine with that because they have a variety of items. So maybe I'm just going to stick with leftovers, which I got for free. And they have the thing that makes them do a little more damage, but we're still, you know, if those two items are balanced, then that's okay. 
here's where it gets really, in my opinion, sinister. And I'm not, I'm not being, um, I'm not trying to be over the top for this. I really do think that this is sinister, the way that they're doing this. So those items that I was talking about, you can upgrade those items with something called an item ticket or an item token. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's in, like you go into the the shop, you go down to items, and then if you scroll down for a little bit, you'll find these little tokens. And you can spend these tokens to level that uh, to level up a one of those passive items like the leftovers. And um, the thing is, is that you can level them like you can go in and you can say, "All right, I got I got five hundred tickets. I'm going to spend five hundred tickets to get this item leveling." thing which increases the uh, the item level and i'm going to take my 500 tickets i'm going to buy 50 of those tokens i'm going to apply those it's a very convoluted process i'm going to apply those tokens to my item and now my item is level 10 and so now it gives me a bigger bonus to my health and i regenerate faster now instead of a regenerating one percent of my hit points every x seconds I'm now regenerating 1.5% of my hit points every X seconds. And if I increase that item up to level 20, now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm now regenerating health faster than somebody who has a level one leftover. So if you have a left, level one leftover, you are regenerating at 1% every whatever time. And if I have a level 30, or I think it was 20, if I have a level 20, I'm going twice as fast as you. I'm regenerating health out of combat twice as fast as you. Can you earn that in game without spending real money? Yes, you can, but you can spend real money in order to have that right now and have an advantage over everybody else. And because there's so many different Pokemon and so many different items, you have a billion different combinations, you definitely want to increase more than one of these items. You want to increase a lot of these different items because what if you go into a match, remember that only one Pokemon or only one example of a Pokemon can be on any team. So if you pick Charizard, I can't pick Charizard. Well, I dumped all of my tokens into increasing the... I dumped all of my tokens into increasing my uh, my item that's really good on Charizard. I didn't put any of my money into increasing the item that's really good on Pikachu. And now I have Pikachu, and now I'm weaker than I would have been had you not picked Charizard. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to have people who worked really, really hard to earn those tokens without spending money. And those tokens are... Uh, going to be put onto, we'll say Charizard, and then th- they won't have they won't have a chance to pick Charizard before you do, and they'll just be like, well, well now I'm super weak, so I'm not going to help, and they'll just stay at base. And you might say, well, how do you expect these people to make money if not through these m- microtransactions? I have no problem at all with microtransactions. What I have a problem with are microtransactions that change the flow of the game. If you want to have microtransactions to make um, Charizard wear a goofy hat, 
I'm a thousand percent okay with that. And that stuff's in the game. But what I'm not okay with is paying in order to get somebody that, that has more power. And now you're not at a level playing field. The whole point of a MOBA is that everybody starts at the same level. Everybody's level one at the very beginning of the match. That's not true with this MOBA. And it makes me not want to play it despite how absolutely ridiculously fun it is.